Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where this week's headlines are the grain corridor uncertainties continue, Argentine wheat crop and exports are affected by drought, and turkeys won't be voting for Christmas. Prices spiked following a drone attack on Russian naval and civilian vessels last weekend in Sebastopol, which resulted in Russia ending their involvement in the Corridor Agreement, only to reverse their decision when Turkey, the UN and Ukraine appeared determined to carry on without them. Apparently, Russia received assurances that the Corridor would not be used to attack them. Subsequently, the market gave back all its gains and more. The Export Corridor Agreement expires on the 19th of November and there has been no announcement yet that it will be extended. Putin has warned that they may withdraw from the agreement again if grain exiting the corridor is not perceived to be humanitarian aid, with Turkey's President Erdogan saying that the deal would prioritise shipments to African nations and not the richer countries. Putin is expected to use the export corridor as leverage to reduce what he believes are unfair sanctions at the G20 meeting later this month. Central banks continue to raise interest rates in an attempt to put the brake on spending to curb inflation, which is providing headwinds to a range of commodity, equity and energy markets. The US Federal Reserve increased rates as expected by 0.75% to 3.75 to 4%, the highest in 14 years, with the Bank of England expected to follow suit. There are some early signs that China is considering their zero-tolerance COVID policy and are studying countries who've exited lockdowns. China has harvested another full-year bumper harvest despite unprecedented summer drought hitting the southern part of the country, official data showed. Argentine wheat production was lowered to 13.7 million metric tonnes by the Rosario Grain Exchange, the USDA said 17.5 million metric tonnes, resulting in the Argentine government removing penalties which allow shipment periods to be renegotiated. Heavy rains in eastern and southern Australia are causing quality concerns which further tightens available global milling wheat availability. Bird flu in the UK is causing consumers to cancel and roll contracts as flocks, including Christmas turkeys, are slaughtered and movement restricted. The AHDB released their early bird supply and demand, forecasting a crop of 15.664 million metric tonnes based on the third highest ever national yield of 8.7 tonnes per hectare and an exportable surplus of 2 million metric tonnes, all of which appear optimistic. On a positive note, UK wheat remains competitively priced for export, particularly to Spain, Portugal, Ireland and the Netherlands, with most port operators having a programme through to December and January. On to malting barley. This week's headlines, Openfield continuing to buy malting barley January onwards. Maltsters are finding sales have not returned to pre-pandemic levels and 2023 malt demand looks to be inflated due to recession fears. This week saw wheat futures rise and fall by £10 per tonne, during which time the oversupplied malting barley market did not react at all. Openfield continued to buy malting barley January onwards at unchanged values, still around £30 to £35 premium over feed depending upon the area and proximity to ports. 
In the malting and brewing industry, there is still a hangover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Some malting capacity was closed and lost forever. In looking for the rebound in demand for beer, some brewers have been too optimistic and are finding the sales have not returned to pre-pandemic levels. Coupled with recession fears, the known increase in production costs and the uncertainty of energy supplies, the malt demand for 2023 looks to be inflated. Therefore, some UK maltsters only want to buy barley for April, May and June 2023, and brewers are finished buying malt for 22-23, wanting new crop October, November and December 2023 only. Openfield continues to load malting barley boats this month in Portsmouth, Poole and Sharpness, with odd loads needed to replace rejections. Whilst the rest of the world is trading Black Sea politics, the UK fundamentals on barley means that until we have exported about 1 million tonnes of feed and malting combined, there will be no shortage of barley in the UK. Hopefully that will be achieved before next harvest. On to oilseed rape and the headlines. Palm oil nears 12-week highs, there's blockades in Brazil and crude oils higher. Domestic prices have gained more ground recently, supported by Matif rapeseed, along with a strong demand and tight supply. Wednesday saw a sell-off in profit-taking and the news that the grain corridor is back on. Despite the sell-off, Matif rapeseed remains up on the week. Palm oil neared a 12-week high on Wednesday as the supply disruptions in South America stoked concerns over global supplies. Gains were then extended on Thursday as Palm tracked the firmer's Chicago soy oil on the unconfirmed rumours that China were revising their zero-Covid policy, which would improve demand. However, on Thursday, Palm fell on profit-taking as these high prices stoked demand concerns. Demonstrators protesting Brazil's election results have disrupted fuel distribution, industrial activity, food deliveries and shipments of grain to ports. The blockades were first reported on Sunday amid spreading demonstrations by truckers and other supporters of outgoing Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, challenging the narrow election loss to Luiz Inácio Lula de Silva. The Federal Highway Police said protesters were blocking highways partially or fully in 126 locations as of Wednesday evening, down from around 190 the previous night. Crude oil prices rose on Tuesday, supported by industry data which showed a surprise drop in US crude inventories. This suggests that demand is holding up, despite the steep interest rate hikes which have dampened global growth. There's also been optimism that China, the world's second largest oil consumer after the US, could reopen from their strict Covid rules, which would improve demand. Crude oil slipped on Thursday as a US interest rate hike pushed up the dollar and fueled fears of a global recession, although losses were capped by concerns over tight supply. The rebound in fossil fuel prices and the stronger crude oil is making it more feasible to use a higher mix of biocontent in fuel in Indonesia. The cost of producing biodiesel is cheaper than fossil diesel at the moment, and so Indonesia is considering increasing the mandatory 30% mix of palm oil in biodiesel and conducting a road test for B40 biodiesel with 40% palm oil content. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator starting with feed wheat for November, £262, May 23, 268 Feed barley for November 240 and May 246, 
and oilseed rape for November 540 to 545, May 545 to 550. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.